Welcome to the Solarpreneur Podcast, where we teach you to take your solar business to the next level. My name is Taylor Armstrong, and I went from $50 in my bank account and struggling for groceries to closing 150 deals in a year and cracking the code on why sales reps fail. I teach you how to avoid the mistakes I made and bring in the top solar dogs of the industry to let you in on the secrets of generating more leads, following up like a pro, and closing more deals. What is a solarpreneur, you might ask? A solarpreneur is a new breed of solar pro that is willing to do whatever it takes to achieve mastery, and you are about to become one. All right, what's up, solarpreneurs? We're here with the one, the only, Mr. Brent. Or, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I get these guys mixed up. It's good. You can call me Brent. <laughs> Brent's his brother, uh, Bennett Maxwell, in the house here. And so this is actually his second time coming on the podcast. So uh, we haven't had too many people coming on for a second time. So thanks for uh, coming back on. Good to and, be here. Yeah. It's going to be fun. And we were just talking before this, um, the first time I had like begged you to come on the show and this time you like hit me up. So yeah, what's I'm up like, with that, man? Starting to build a personal brand. Everybody's <laughs> talking about it. You know, get out there, have people know who you are. And I'm like, man, I post a few times a year for yeah. kids' birthdays. So I'm switching that up. Join some masterminds and they are hitting me heavy yeah. on it. So well, I can tell. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, I've been seeing you post a lot more. Yeah. So. That's awesome. And so if you haven't heard Bennett's first podcast, we'll link to that in the show notes, but he dropped some fire in that one. Go check it out. Talked about uh, just set up, setting up like systems and processes in your solar business, working with VAs, virtual assistants, and a whole lot of other stuff that you'll want to check out. So definitely go check that out first if you haven't. But today we're going to be focusing on some of that, but a lot of the focus today will be on just investments, you know, how you can leverage your money in solar to do some pretty incredible stuff. Because Bennett, now he's actually not in solar which seems crazy but but we're gonna hear all about why you're not in solar anymore so uh yeah um do you want to kind of give well i don't know maybe let's start with that do you want to kind of tell everyone yeah like you know your solar journey and just what you're up to since we did the first podcast yeah for sure okay so started solar in the summer of 19 um went up to sacramento and this is the first company that said you could do a solar summer because before i was doing summer sales but i was taught to stay away from solar because long lead time you don't get paid it has to be year-round so I went and gave it a go and it went really well in the first two months. I'm like, wow, I'm making way more money than I ever have in a product that I believe in in half the time. So pretty cool, pretty yeah. easy. Um, like, I'm like, wow, this is great. So and then I teamed up with Brent, yeah. Brent, uh, my brother, Attaway, different last names, but yeah. brother from the, the same mother. <laughs> Anyways, we teamed up, we started doing the online stuff and that's kind yeah. of, it, it went really well. So we hired some VAs. Yeah. Paid some marketing companies to give us leads. They would call, set the appointments, verify the appointments. So I showed up to 18. I did an 18 trial run. And I showed up to 16, well, all 18, zero no shows. 16 of them closed the first sit, and the 17th closed the second sit, and I did 18. But I'm like, wow, this is this is great. <laughs> yeah. Online lead setting and then uh, showing up. So then that's when I, when I was teaming up with Brent. We decided to move to San Diego. We started recruiting people in January of 2020. Okay. And uh, still doing mainly door knocking because scaling that model is hard. You can't, I didn't figure it out. You can do it for a few people, but not as we really scale. So Seth Loveland, he came out in January. He's the first guy. Yeah. And my little brother Bailey came out and started started kind of building some momentum. COVID hit, but we were kind of already online. So yeah. uh, anyways, we kind of went through there. And then that's when we started working together. Yeah. Fast forward a year after I started January of 2021, I was seeing another company called Crumble Cookies. Um, they were killing it, and I had the opportunity to buy a similar company out of Tempe. And I thought, what the hell? 
<laughs> let's do it. It's, it's Crumble's killing it. So uh, let's see if I can, you know, ride their coattails a little bit. So I bought that company. I was in San Diego, running it from San Diego in the Tempe area. So uh, I had to make. I'm like, if I could figure this out, then I have a scalable, provable model. Yeah. Dummy with no food experience can figure it out. Then I think uh, anybody can figure it out. So. Yeah. That's, I started kind of working on the model and then uh, changed change a ton of stuff, kind of redid everything, but yeah. we started franchising in December. Nice. So four, four and a half months ago, okay. sold 57 uh, wow. franchises, so okay. it's uh, going well. But yeah, yeah, solar was a great vehicle to get the money to then invest in other things, um, really trying to work up more on the, on the passive income side. Yeah. No, and it's been cool. Um, yeah, I give him a hard time because I was running your team and everything, and then you were doing the, you were on the whole show. Yeah, and then I get a call. I'm in Lake Powell, and then I get a call. <laughs> I get back and like, oh, by the way, we sold the company. So I didn't <laughs> mention that. So we sold it in uh, June of of 2021. So we ran it just for 18 months, yeah. um, and then we exited that. Uh, me and my brother, we were the partners in it, and then. Yeah. That's when I, so I'd already owned Dirty Dough. I was running a boat. You were really running the solar for me. <laughs> so yeah. thank you. You're welcome. Um, I was focusing a lot of my time on this, uh, the cookie company. So, yeah. uh, and then after, you know, June, that's kind of when I started jumping more and then until I fully, it's like, all right, this is, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Well, the cookies were always involved because if you heard the first podcast we did, that was one of the processes you guys set up is send them cookies yep. and, you know, treats and stuff. So and this guy is always passionate about his cookies, right? <laughs> <laughs> cookie monster. Those of you guys watching the video. <laughs> my body and bodies are cookies. <laughs> but uh, no, they're no joke. They're good cookies, and uh, that got us, I think, probably a lot of referrals yeah, sending cookies, yeah, stuff like that. Very unique cookies. So yeah, they're delicious. You do these three-layer triple stack cookies. So you look, it's like a brownie on the outside, and you bust it open, and there's a chocolate chip in the in the center, and in the very center there's caramel oozing out. So yeah, don't, don't, don't exist anywhere Make else right now. Yeah, so probably getting hungry just hearing this podcast. I'll have to set up a discount code for sure. cookies or something. <laughs> but uh, no, so yeah, and I learned a ton from you guys. So always appreciate you know what you and Brent did helping us kind of start everything, even yeah. though I wish it could have been a lot longer, yeah. but uh, it is what it is. No, it's cool to see how you've been able to just go into other businesses and like you said, leverage all the money you did make. So I know you killed it in solar and use that as a vehicle into other opportunities. So I, I think that's a question that some people, I think I've seen it on social media too, but like some people I've seen, how do you even sell a dealer? I don't know, you could sell your solar dealer. Kind of so, a situation. I also didn't think that we were gonna yeah. ever sell. I thought I was just gonna be in it for the money. Right, makes make some good money, yeah. um, and then when I exit, kind of just let it dissolve. Yeah. But there was a public company that was buying up some companies, doing uh, looking for revenue really to boost our stock. So I think they'd done fifty million the previous year, mm-hmm. and this was you know the first about three four months we had done uh, about five million was in our pipeline mm-hmm. because when you're that they also own an installer. So they're counting the total volume of the deal. So not just like what goes through your bank account as a solar dealer, but also what the installers get paid. Because again, it's like, oh, if we, we buy you guys, then you guys install through our installer, then now the revenue's doubled anyways. So based off of the total revenue, it was about 5 million that we've done yeah. kind of year to date. And they did 50 million. So like, oh, this is a 10% increase. And then they were huh. buying a few other companies at the same time. So yeah, kind of a kind of a unique experience. I, I didn't think that was what was going to yeah. happen when the guy contacted me. It was Jason Newby. Yeah. Kind of just ignored him. <laughs> He's like, I want to buy your company. I'm like, get out of here, Jason. <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to my brother. Didn't talk to my brother. <laughs> Calls me again. Dude, I, I'm like, I want to buy your company. Uh, yeah. I'll talk to my brother. <laughs> didn't talk to my brother again. And then it was you that 
you and Brent went to some solar thing yeah. and Jason met him, talks to Brent, and then Brent comes back to him and he goes, we need to talk to Jason. Yeah. All right, let's talk to Jason. <laughs> so Jason was the one that orchestrated it all. He had future home power. He was had high sales, very, very new. I mean, a month or two in, maybe 40 sales reps, where we had less sales reps. We were doing about... 30 deals a month, 20, 30 deals between our sales teams, our online and our sub dealer model. Yeah. And, but we had built out that the back end process and the organization yeah. a little more. So yeah. he kind of merged us in and then sold it to Solar Integrated Roofing Corporation. Huh. Anyways, not yeah. everything uh, panned out the way that we hoped it would. Yeah, there's some, <laughs> but, definitely some, uh, you know. But it was a, it was a good experience. But... We, got, we got some cash, we got some stock. Yeah. Uh, we're supposed to some some future stock. <laughs> We'll see, yeah. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. If anybody's in the door-to-door world, caution on stock. <laughs> I know. Don't put all your marbles on stocks. Marbles yeah. on, which I knew going in, that's what I, I based my decision based on the cash and yeah. the stock would be a bonus. So. Yeah, it's kind of cherry on top. So I guess really it's kind of my fault that you guys sold because I introduced Brent's it to... Was, it was your fault, so, so you brought it on yourself. You guys owe a lot to me. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that's where we're at now. And um, so I think today we kind of want to focus on just you know what you're doing now and specifically for... Uh, people in solar yeah. I know a lot of them haven't gotten started in maybe real estate you have a ton of different investments you're doing and uh, that's definitely something you started when we were working together is yep. the whole finance Friday and you know kind of a lot of guys that we're working with us now have real estate I know my brother does yeah, uh, we bought a property and say I mean we're neighbors yeah. one <laughs> yeah. of my investment I think they're moving in. yeah so and so you introduced a lot of people yeah. to this whole world of real estate and investments yeah I'm, I'm so. very, very passionate about that like that's yeah. how I was when I was in pest control recruiting and so I got really lucky I worked for Altera right before they became active. And I sold for them for two months. They recruited me halfway through the summer. In those two months, I think I did like 170 or 100, something right around there. Yeah. And I was taking a nap every day in my car. I was like, this is sweet. That's crazy. <laughs> but I, I mean, I studied like hell just to know the sales process. And I was, a, I was a very big opponent of why I wanted to do sales. Because initially, I was in Baltimore doing security installs. Yeah. I'm like, guys, let's go do sales. We live in freaking Utah. Everybody does summer sales. Yeah. My buddies are like, no, 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 no. Let's go do installs. That's where the secure money is. That's yeah. the sure money. Yeah. We all move out to freaking Baltimore. We were <laughs> installing these ghetto security systems for freaking sales reps that were kind of scummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I switched halfway through knowing that I'm going from, you know, I get paid when I do an install to I could get paid nothing if I go do sales. Yeah. But I already had it ingrained in me the work to learn not to earn. Yeah. And I thought if nothing else happens, I'm going to learn sales skills and I'm only going to learn communication skills. Yeah. And then I've always viewed it as what is that person doing that I can't learn? Mm. Not that I'm not doing, but what can I not? And then so I'm, I'm just always listening to podcasts, videos, you know, sales pitches and yeah. read, read, read it all. So that's how I got into it. So I didn't, I think I made 24,000. That's what I made my first summer in, okay. in the two months. Yeah. And I got married. I met my wife out in that summer, got married uh, six months later. Uh, so I paid for the wedding, the ring, all that crap. But I had some, a little bit of money left over. Now I couldn't qualify for a loan. Yeah. And this is what I really want everybody to get. Like you can get into real estate with almost no money, with uh, no freaking qualifications. You just need to, you just need to hustle a little yeah. bit. So I'll, I'm going to tell you guys what I did to get my first property and how that's worked out. Because yeah. I really want everybody to get in, the, in that same real estate game. Chandler Smith from Aptiv, big into real estate. I think he owns like 130 or 60 doors. I just was watching some of his YouTube stuff. Yeah. He's the one who is telling me and, and Garrett Myers, those are my managers and regional managers at Pest Control. So huh. even only making 24,000, within a year I bought my first property, oh. my first investment property, huh. kind of investment property. So if you're doing an owner-occupied loan and it's your first home, you can do a, uh, an FHA 3.5% down or even a conventional 3.5% down. Huh. Now you have to pay property mortgage fees, PMI, yeah. Property mortgage insurance. Insurance, yeah. <laughs> so 
because you're not putting that much down, but it's like, okay, if, so this particular property, this was in 2016, mm-hmm. it was like 220,000. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to pay, you know, put three and a half percent down and then closing cost. What yeah. we did is we said, well, our offer was no, you pay the closing cost. Mm-hmm. And they came back and they said, no. So I said, okay, um, well, we'll just, I think we negotiated them down to 210. Okay. And then we said, well, okay, never mind. Let's, let's, we'll pay you 220. Mm-hmm. Even though they already agreed to 210, so here's an extra 10 grand, but give that back to me in closing costs. Mm. So it's basically me financing the extra 10 grand. Oh, okay. So now my 3.5% on the 220,000 was like 9 grand. Hmm. Now, I couldn't qualify for a loan though, right? I'd only made $24,000 and I was on a you know commission. Yeah. I didn't have taxes, I didn't have insurance. Yeah. So I linked up with somebody. I was like, okay, well, who, who can I do this with? Because this is a great investment. Like, okay, I could get in this property for 9000 and I'm going to pay for half of it, 4500 mm. So for $4,500, I'm securing a $220,000 asset. I just need to find the other partner, mm. right? And it's like, well, that's easy. So I found a part and I'm like, well, I'm going to live in this, right? So yeah. that's the big advantage. So who's not going to do that? Who, everybody knows somebody that has 4500 bucks that will partner and sign the loan that has a good W-2 right. job. Yeah. If you don't, contact me because I will partner with <laughs> every deal that you guys do. Um, and I'll manage the properties. <laughs> There's my plug. Don't buy cookies okay. from me. Partner with me on real estate. I'll manage it all for you. Nice. Anyway, so that's what I did. I, I brought in my brother. So he qualified for the loan. Okay. Um, he put in 4500 I put in 4500 Property went from 220 We sold it last year. We sold it for like 380 or 400 somewhere around there. Wow. So we had $500 cash flow every single month for the last five, six years. Wow. And then we sold it had you know rolled in they're also paying down your principal right yeah. so it was a two hundred twenty thousand dollar property and let's say our loan was for two hundred and ten thousand well they paid down an extra ten or twenty thousand dollars the renters did because i lived there for a little bit and rented it out yeah. so yeah we profited like 180 200 grand on that flipped it threw it into a it's called a 1030 1031 exchange huh. so there's no taxes goes into an escrow because you have to have an attorney to do this for you. Yeah. But you sell the property, you can't touch the money, it has to go straight to this other account, and this other account is then getting the value of the property yeah. in a certain time period. So we found another property in BYU, I mean right next to BYU in Provo. Nice. It was a duplex, 12 bedrooms. <laughs> 12 bedrooms? Jeez. 12 bedrooms. So my, my real estate agent shot it over to me, Dwayne Richens, super stud. Yeah, cool. You actually introduced me to him. Yeah. You brought him out. Man, I'm introducing you to everybody, yeah, man. Dwayne's the man. So Dwayne's like, you need to buy this property. I was like, but you know, prices are so high. This is 2021, June. Like this is, prices are way too high. Yeah. And this duplex went for, they were asking five or eight twenty-five. I'm like, that's freaking expensive. He's like, but yeah. look at the cash flow and you know, the, 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 the appreciation on this. So we rent out the 12 rooms to 13 tenants. <laughs> so there's two Whoa. sisters, they share a room. They're each paying like 450 to 500 plus utilities. So we're collecting about $6,500 a month. Oh. We pay about five hundred dollars of that goes to utilities and, and maintenance, yeah. and then three thousand is our mortgage that leaves us about three thousand cash flow. And I I'm, and I partnered again wow. with my brother on this. We own it in an LLC, yeah. so there's no liability if you know one of these girls slips on the ice or whatever. Yeah, uh, which is kind of another section. But yeah, I made twenty four thousand in two months, wow. and then fast forward to twenty twenty two, I now have over $200,000 of equity wow. into this this property and it's cash flow me $3,000 that's you know $3,600 a year that's not that's not the best money in the world but it's not terrible yeah. I don't do anything for it yeah. and then I hired a virtual assistant Sky she's freaking awesome she wow. manages all of my tenants so I just went online Dwayne actually connected me like he's like this is attorney you should use you don't even have to use them 
use his lease agreement and if you have problems, he will represent you. So uh -huh. sweet. So we just use his lease agreement. Sky manages it all for me. And since then, I've been buying up some other properties. I'm closing on number six and seven this uh -huh. month. So yeah, I mean, you think that you have to have $100,000 to invest in real estate or $50,000 and it's like, no. Yeah. Go find a little property, make it owner-occupied. That means you have to live in it or have the intent to live in it. Yeah. And then have them pay closing costs for you. Wow, that's good. And spent in solar, I mean, hopefully people yeah. have extra money in solar, right? But I mean, I mean, if you have the money and you have 100 grand, it's like, we'll still do this strategy and then, yeah. then buy another one too. Yeah. Buy two now. You can put nine thousand dollars or twenty thousand or thirty thousand dollars on owner occupied. Yeah. Keep the rest of your capital and then go do an investment property with it. Because investment uh -huh. properties, you do have to have twenty percent down. Yeah. Typically twenty five percent if you want a little bit of a better rate. Right. But it kind of just depends on the market where, where you're at. Here in Utah, the appreciation is going up. I bought a property last April, and where it's April now. Yeah. It, I bought it for three hundred and ninety thousand dollars. Wow. I looked on Zillow the other day. It's worth six oh five. Right. It's gone up over 200000 in a year. And oh everybody told gosh. me, don't buy, don't buy. You know, Prices are inflated. Prices are inflated. Yeah. And it's like, whatever that, I don't know what that means. Um, people told me that when I bought freaking a house in 2017. Yeah. Paying too much for the house. But my advice to that is just get in the market. Don't don't time the market. It's not like a an opinion. It's a it's a fact. You can't, you can't time the market. Don't wait for it to crash. Yeah. Just get in the market. Yeah. Just buy. I like that because yeah, so many people are into like crypto, you know, yeah. like Jason Newby's all crypto, crypto, crypto. But it's like with all these wars and things like that and, you know, just crazy stuff going on. I think once you say homes, it's always going to be basically secure, right? I mean, yeah, I it's mean, a physical thing. Let's say you buy a, a home and it's 400000 and yeah. the market dips 25%. Yeah. And now your home's only worth 300000 yeah. But what, I mean, as long as you can keep making the payments, yeah. it will go back up. Right. So even if you owe three hundred seventy thousand, it's only worth three hundred. You're like, crap! I'm like negative seventy thousand. Just hold on to it for five years, and it'll go yeah. back up. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, well, what happens? Like in in two thousand eight, all these people owned homes, yeah. and then they all foreclosed on their home. They lost their home. Guess what? It makes them makes yeah. them renters. Yeah. So the renter market. Yeah, goes that's up. true. Huh? So the market crashes. There's more rent that need places to live. So. It's very unlikely that the market will crash, at least in my opinion. I mean, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But <laughs> market's going to crash, and then you can't find a renter to yeah. cover your mortgage. Yeah. That's going to be possible, but it's not It's not super likely. Yeah. Market crashes, and there's more renters. Yeah, that's Those a good are, point. Brings up demand. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan, and yeah, I, well, I told you we just got our first investment down in St. George, Utah. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's probably better stuff out there, but I did it with like... Money. Yeah. Airbnb, right? Yeah, Airbnb. And there's like six people in on it, so that's yeah. not as profitable, but I mean, I think that's what you did. Yeah. Yep. It's just getting in the market. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Like if you own 10% of investment or 1% of at least you're in it. Yeah. And then you gain confidence and you're like, okay, now I can do another one. Yeah. And okay, I can do another one. Like, this isn't that hard. Yeah. Because for me, I was like, I don't know, I've always been like skeptical and cautious yeah. and like, oh, I have to have a bunch of money. Just wait, wait, wait. But uh, yeah, I like that. Just starting somewhere, just starting on a small deal and then you can see, okay, this is actually working out. Let's use it for bigger deals and keep it rolling. It's so easy to make more money. Yeah. So it's like, just freaking. If you have a hundred grand sitting near your account, you're not that motivated to knock. Yeah. You have a quarter million dollars, you're not that motivated to knock. You're like, I'm gonna go knock, but yeah. not that jerk. You spend that money and you don't have money in your yeah. account, <laughs> not wasting it, but investing it in things that you can't, you know, it's not stocks that you can sell and take. It's real estate or it's a franchise, right? right? It's business. Yeah. Then now you need to go knock some more. And yeah. you, you do make more money. When sure. you have more bank more money in your bank account, you make less money. When you have less money, even though your net worth is going up, 
you're more inclined to work. Yeah, no, that's true, hundred percent. You, you, you want to be uh, cash poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to have be set on cash. Yeah. Other than you know a three to six month reserve, um, which should also be in a separate account, not your bank account. So right. A different different account. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, so many, unfortunately, so many guys in door to door and solar are, are broke from stupid stuff, right? From not putting in investments. And I remember, maybe it was you that's telling me this, but some like, I don't know, maybe door to door managers, things like that would like to try to get, get their guys to spend their money on stupid stuff and go out and buy like yeah. expensive cars. And they do do that because then it's like, <laughs> well, how do you recruit? Well, you have to show up in a nice car. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's one way of doing it, but like, yeah. The way that I recruited was based off of education. Yeah. Like, what what are you going into school for? What do you want your career path? Whether that's I want to be a doctor or a lawyer or a marketer or whatever. It's like, okay, so you're telling me you need communication skills? Yeah. It's not sales skills. It's communication skills. Yeah. So you needed the ability to catch somebody's attention rapidly, very quick, yeah. get them to listen to you, and then persuade them to what you're doing. You, you, you need to do that in your business, right? Yeah. In your future career? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I got an opportunity to teach you. And then you focus on what they're going to learn and the educational piece. Yeah. And that's why I did the Finance Fridays. The, the second pest control company I worked for was Sage Pest Control. Uh. And the owner's name was Brandon Grover and Josh Schiffman. Uh. And they had their version of the Finance Friday. I think it was Wednesdays, but they did a pre-recorded broadcast uh. and a pre-recorded video. They would send that out and you just play it in your meetings. Uh. And then it was like, this Wednesday we're going to wear stocks and then life insurance and then real estate and then all these you know businesses huh. and so i'm like i love that and i recruited people off of that so I, that's why we built that yeah that was huge and so, but yeah i was just gonna say too it's like that's way more valuable than telling your guys to go buy cars because i know oh yeah i know guys will just get their reps to spend money on stupid stuff just because like oh yeah, we're gonna keep them broke bit. we're gonna keep them broke so they'll go work more right? it's like and you can keep them broke by buying real estate it's like do you, yeah. you want to work for somebody that driving a freaking lamborghini or that owns you know, a handful of properties or one property, right? Yeah. It's like there's more money comes and it goes. So before it goes, <laughs> secure something that'll make you make you money. Yeah. And like going back to why cookie company, I just listened to a podcast. I need to go freaking remember which one it was, but yeah. it was you get wealthy in two ways. Buying businesses and real estate. Yeah. I'm like, I've been buying real estate. Here's an opportunity to buy a business and then, you know, in the back, oh well you don't know what you're doing. You've never been yeah. in food. Yeah. it's out of scale like you can't even pop in and do it and then I'm like I'm just gonna get in the market get in the market right yeah. even if it's a business and then kind of playing the whole scene okay well what if I buy this company and it goes goes under yeah. I'll just go knock someone freaking doors <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like, that's true I have a skill that I could go in any freaking any state and go sell pest control or satellite or alarms or solar and I can make six figures in a few months Yeah. so also knowing that confidence I just like Throw the money here, throw the money here, and I'll like lose some money over here, and then that fifty grand, that business didn't do good. You know, yeah. I still haven't made any money off of it. The business is still running. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I got rid of the money, I worked harder, got more money, and then invested in something else. Yeah. And then you're kind of throwing your money out there. But real estate is really what everybody should be getting into, in my opinion, first. Get a property and then businesses. And I didn't really know much about the franchise model, but franchise you're a business owner with a set of really good processes and instructions yeah so like that. that's again what i wanted to build when i was trying to buy crumble they're like yeah you can buy one but not in utah we're sold out oh. i was like cool well you know what where can i buy one and they're like well where do you want to move to i'm like i don't want to move anywhere yeah i'm not going to go i'm not going to go do cookies for my career yeah 
I mean, that's what I'm doing now, but I didn't think I wanted to do comics for my career at that time. I was like, yeah. I just want to put some of my money in, hire somebody good, yeah. and have them run it. And that wasn't in, in their cards at that time, which is totally fine. Yeah. So what I focus on is making it dummy-proof. Yeah. So we pre-manufacture everything at a centralized location. So we're ordering all of our flour and our sugar directly from manufacturers rather than third-party distributors. So we get it at you know, steep discounts. Yeah. And then we use machines to eliminate labor. So rather than doing everything by hand and weighing it by hand, ball, making the little balls by hand, we have a machine that does it all. Uh-huh. So our labor is very low. And then we're shipping these pre-portioned cookie pucks mm. that are already three layers to the stores. And all you're doing, they're still being baked fresh every hour. So there's no difference in the freshness. But now you have half the labor. Mm. You have half the startup costs. Your ongoing costs are less. You don't have to deal with raw ingredients. You don't have to have the space to store everything. Yeah. So your lease space can be smaller. It can be less expensive. That's the model that I built. One, to lower that barrier of entry so a solar guy could get into it, right? So there's yeah. something. Or somebody that didn't think that they can own a business now can because it's very affordable. Yeah. Um, I mean, relatively speaking, right? Franchises are typically several hundred thousand dollars to a million dollars, a few yeah. million dollars sometimes. Yeah. And we're in the range of around two hundred thousand. I mean, it could be more, it could be less. Yeah. But then we're on the SBA approved list. You can get a loan. You can do equipment financing. Um, and there's just different ways that you don't have to have that much cash to get into a business. Yeah. And then we're here at SolarCon right now and partnered with a Pi Syndicate. Yeah. They, Jerry Fusel and Austin Underwood, Austin Underwood's, their family owns hundred some franchises. Like tons of five guys, all the five guys in Utah, a lot of them in Texas, Zaxby's. And yeah. They know how to do this. So they said, you give us your money and we'll make it a passive investment for you. It's a white glove service. Yeah. So that's another way that they can get it. And what they're doing is really unique. Um, they see this model, they know how profitable it is. They yeah. know how to run restaurants. So they're offering a hundred percent ROI. So they're the kind of minimum package. You do uh, 27 and a half thousand. Uh-huh. And they open up a store for you, you own 10% of that store, but they guarantee all your money back year one, which is crazy. It's like, who's doing that? Who's yeah. that confident in what they're doing? Yeah. So super cool. I'm glad to glad to be working with those guys and, and some other all-stars in the industry and the yeah. food world. No, that's cool. Yeah, pretty crazy investment and uh, great. So we'll uh, you know link to that for those that are interested and give a more plug at the end of the show. But let me ask you, Bennett, were you uh, so transition out of the solar industry? Like, were you nervous getting out of solar, going all in on this cookie thing? Because oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. my thoughts are like, you already got crumble. You already, especially in Utah, you got a million cookie shops. Yeah. So what were your thoughts? Like, how did you feel making this whole transition? I always had kind of the end mind of, if I was looking at Utah, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. But looking outside of Utah, it's like there's only crumble though. It's like, what, true. What, when, when's the last time you've seen a McDonald's that you don't see a, you know, in California, a Jack in the Box or a Wendy's or a Burger King within eyesight? That's true. Yeah. Like, or the targets are always right across the street from the Walmarts. Yeah. The, the Jamba juices are always in the same freaking strip mall as in Starbucks. Yeah. So I looked at it on the outside. I'm like, okay, well, Crumble's killing it in all these other states. Yeah. And Utah's kind of, you know, saturated. But again, we built a model that's profitable with low sales. Yeah. We looked at like a Mrs. Fields and Insomnia cookies. Those have been, Insomnia cookies have been around for 20-something years. Mrs. Yeah. Fields, 40 years. Wow. They've weathered, weathered the recessions, you know. True. They don't rely on a growth economy necessarily. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're taking hits in the growth economy. They're shut, shutting down, but there's a lot still open. And that's because they do centralized production yeah. and they're shipping it out. And then you look at Crumble and I see, I mean, they do a lot of things really well and their marketing and their weekly rotating flavors. Yeah. Um, so it's like, well, can we take the weekly rotating flavors, the novelty item, giant cookie, served warm, delivered to your door, but take in this robust business model of a Mrs. Fields, of a Insomnia cookies, and combine them so we can get the higher sales of Crumble 
while keeping the lower costs and the lower risk yeah. of these other business models. Huh. So that's what that's what we've been aiming to build. Yeah. Um, and I think we've done a, a decent job. Yeah. Um, we're opening up, you know, 57 stores in our first four months is what we've sold and funded so far. Yeah. Four stores opening next month and then basically four every month after that. So about one yeah. week is what, what we're doing. Wow, that's crazy. So yeah, it's pretty impressive to see the growth and it seems like everything you touch just goes to gold, man. So <laughs> so <laughs> congrats on the success with it. But yeah, I mean, we, so we've talked about two different things here. Real estate, you got the uh, the cookie shop. So if I'm a solar rep for business, I want to start investing. So are you telling me, do you think I should invest in your in a, a cookie store before I do some real estate? Do you think I mean, guys should go real estate first? I would do real estate first if you're going to actively manage it. Okay. If you're looking Looking for just something to throw your money, I would do a franchise, but I'd do it through the Pi Syndicate, get the yeah. guarantee. So that's that's kind of. Okay. I think you I think you want to do both. Yeah. Um, for sure, but if you don't have the time to go find a deal for with real estate, you don't want to find a renter, you don't want to move. Yeah. It does take work. If you want the, right. the like, I have money. I want to get in the market today. Then let's let's get you with Pie Syndicate. Yeah. If it's um, well, I have a little bit more time. I want to get into real estate. Cool. And I'm again, I'm happy to yeah. to help. If you can't qualify for yourself, then let's freaking yeah. let's partner on the deal. Go 50-50. Yeah. 51-49. You don't ever go 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the one wrong answer in the index. And then I have obviously a system that manages it all. It's very, yeah. very cheap. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not an eight percent management fee or ten percent yeah. paying somebody out of the Philippines that uh, manages you know over twenty tenants for me. Yeah, well, that's that's the other thing I was gonna bring up because I've heard some people, oh, real estate, it's so much work. Yeah, it's not really passive. We have to do so much managing it. But yeah, you've taken the whole. And again, if somebody you have yeah, somebody has to manage it, so you just hire somebody to. Is my point? Yeah, right? well, it does take time, but it doesn't yeah. have to take your time. And so yeah, I mean, this guy's a whiz with the virtual assistant. So again, go listen to the first podcast if you haven't already. But he's taken a lot of the same stuff that our assistants were doing and switched to solar. The solar dealer you had, and now you're just using them for other things and leveraging that so i don't know how do you uh i guess for guys that are maybe have properties and stuff like that um do you have any tips on how to get maybe a virtual assistant or someone like running this stuff for you or um, ways you've used it in real estate or yeah, other stuff a lot of uh, a lot of different companies that can connect you with virtual assistants mm. so i've gone with after we hired our first few they just hire they're hiring out on their network yeah so i don't go through any um, different companies. I know there's a here, oh, Matt Sphere Marketing, I think. Yeah. The owner's name's Jim. He's got a good company. Um, there's some other companies that are popping up doing that. Yeah. But um, and you can also shoot me a message, you know, Instagram or something, and I can refer you to somebody that'll, you know, I don't, I don't need, I'm not gonna make any money off of it, but I'm happy to yeah. refer because man, it, it's awesome. Yeah. Now most people are hesitant with the virtual assistant because they don't know how to, like, oh well, do you trust them? Do you, do, you know, it's like, well, you protect yourself, but yeah. like, you use password management systems and you use credit cards, you don't use debit cards, right. things like that, and it's all into uh, really training. Right. Like, yeah, there's some good people and there's some bad people and you're going to run into that. Yeah. But it's, they're doing a bad job and you've trained them right, then you get another one. And if they're doing a bad job and you train them right, get another one. And if they're doing a bad job and you train them right, well, you're not training them right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's your fault. Yeah. I like that. No, I've been, they're super helpful. So, and it took me, I did go through like four virtual assistants before I found one that's crushing it now. So yeah, I think that's, and that's one of the benefits. Maybe there's agencies, guys as well help you find more, but yeah, I think uh, me and Bennett. Interview and vet them properly. Yeah. And I was starting at a very rapid increase in pay as well. Yeah. So we would hire five dollars an hour kind of average out there yeah. we do a 50 cent raise every quarter nice so within the if they stick with me for a year that's seven if they stick with me for two years they're at nine 
Nice. So they've almost doubled their income in two years. And then after that, I switch them to a 10% raise per year. Well, it's a 2.5% raise per quarter. Okay. So it ends up being just over 10% because of the compounding effect. Yeah. But it's like, let's start you at a low for us, right? But like a kind of an average in the Philippines, maybe a little bit below average. But paint the picture of like two years, you're going to maybe make a double the money. Yeah. So stick with me um, because two, the, the, the culture is like high turnover. Uh, I'm going to work for you for three months. I'm going to go find somebody else. Uh, yeah. So it's like, no, incentivize them to, to stick with you. Because who's not going to pay somebody $10 an yeah. hour, $15 an hour that's been with you for a few years? Yeah. Like that's a no brainer. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's good advice because I haven't given mine a raise in a year, so I probably should start giving mine a raise. It's, 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 <laughs> you're doing good enough for a raise or, it's your, or that you're not doing good enough at all. Yeah. You're fired type of deal. Yeah. So it's not like I'm going to evaluate it and see if you're going to do it. These are guaranteed raises. If you work for me, yeah. that means you're doing good and you get the raise. Okay. Well, mine actually edits all these podcasts, so she's going to hear all this right now and be like, what the heck, Taylor? You haven't given me a raise, so... <laughs> All right, Angelica, better, <laughs> better, better <laughs> give you a raise. <laughs> but uh, cool. And so just kind of as we start wrapping up here, Bennett, my last kind of question with real estate, how would you uh, find these deals? Because that's what was one of my, I guess, things that has held me back too is I don't even know where to begin looking for these deals. Like how do I connect with a good real estate agent? Yeah, so what, um, what tips do you have on that? Facebook groups are amazing now because now we're doing real estate in multiple states yeah. for for dirty deal, right? So not, not buying residential properties, but... If you look up Phoenix, Arizona realtor groups, yeah. go on Facebook and join them and say, hey, I'm looking for a realtor and I need, this is my this is my first time buying an investment property, mm-hmm. something like that. And But you need somebody that's done this and you want a realtor. If you're getting into investment, you don't want any Joe Blow realtor that's like, oh yeah, I own my own house. Yeah. No, it's like, well, do you own investment properties? Mm-hmm. If they own investment properties, then use them. If they don't, I mean, just flat out don't use them. If okay. you're buying an investment property from somebody that doesn't own investment properties, just don't do it. Okay. So Dwayne Richens, um, you know, I get realtors like, oh, why didn't, you know, how do I earn your business? So bring me a deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, bring me a deal. And Dwayne brings me deals. Yeah. So when you when you brought Dwayne to me, you know, he came out and he did his presentation. Yeah. Uh, I got under contract with two properties. I paid $1,500 for a condo, yeah. earnest money. And the other one, I bought a townhome that was like... I don't know, 10 or 15 grand because I was paying for some upgrades and stuff like that. Yeah. Finished the basement, made it five bedroom so I could rent it out. But anyways, the condo, just focusing on that, paid 1500 bucks. Is that what Tanner did? Yeah. Brother? Yeah, I okay. think so. So me and Tanner put $1,500 down on a condo. That was our only risk. This was in May. Now these condos are being finished here in April or I think May 4th maybe. And when I, I got under contract at $389 and those same condos in the same spot in Lehigh, Utah just went for... 454,000, something like that. So it's like gained $60,000 of equity. Wow. And my risk was $1,500 because wow. I'm securing the price and the market's just crazy right now. So turning $1,500 to $60,000, I mean, what type of return is that? You yeah. know, that's a 400% return. Wow. So that, like we're talking crypto returns, but with real estate, just crazy. Wow. But the, yeah, now that I'm secured it, like now I have to pay a hundred grand to, yeah. <laughs> to, to actually pay for it, right? Yeah. But at that point, it's like, how easy is it to go find somebody with a hundred grand and like, hey dude, we could walk into 60 grand of equity. Yeah. So if you need a partner, yeah. Partner. Okay. Um, you can always do that. So it's finding these deals, but finding the the, the, the realtor and asking those questions to vet them. Yeah. If you're in Utah, I would use Dwayne. Dwayne's, Dwayne's the man. Yeah, he's awesome. That's sweet. And so you could turn around and sell that and make 60 grand, yeah. right? Uh, like 30, 40, because okay. you have to pay your realtor fees. So kind okay. of keep that. Yeah. So selling a property for 450 you're, you're paying you know five six percent you know that's gonna that's gonna go up but that yeah i can sell it now this particular 
builder requires you to keep it for a year. But yeah. I did two properties. I did a townhome. The townhome I bought for four hundred and seventy-five or eighty-five, somewhere around there. Yeah. And they just went for six oh nine. Wow. It's like so I'm gonna get I'm signing on both of these properties for the next two weeks and I'm walking into like 180 grand equity. Jeez. And it's like it's crazy. Yeah. Massive. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's finding the deal. We'll find somebody who's finding deals. Yeah, I'm not actively looking. I didn't find the duplex. I wasn't even looking for it. I'm not analyzing the numbers. I'm not saying you should do that, but yeah. find somebody that's an expert in what they're doing. They're already doing it for other people, and it's just like put me on your list. Bring me a good deal. Yeah, and so why isn't like Dwayne, for example, why doesn't he just buy up all these good deals himself if they're so good? Or does he buy? They, they, they do. Uh, they release condos and townhomes and homes every single week, like these new builders. So it's like okay, so he's not gonna buy up the whole <laughs> the whole you complex. Can't buy five a week. <laughs> yeah, for a year. It's true. <laughs> okay. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I bought nice. a house. I moved from San Diego to Pleasant Grove, Utah. Yeah. Bought a home and uh, I moved in February second. Yeah. Got under contract on January first. A buyer fell through, yeah. and that that was kind of just lucky. So same thing. This was being built. It had all the upgrades, everything that we wanted. They signed their contract probably in January of last year. Yeah. So I got under con. I just took over the contract. Huh. So I, within thirty days, I found this property, bought it, moved in, and walked into like sixty, seventy thousand dollars worth of equity because again, oh. I got their last year's price. Wow. So, kind of just. Uh, being on the lookout, but man, my time's limited. So having people do that for me, yeah, of like these are my criteria or, or what should my criteria be, right? right? A lot of people don't know what they're looking for, so it's like tell me what I should look for. Yeah, what's a good investment? And at the end of the day, just get into it. And if you lose the money, go and freaking knock some more doors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go on, go, go go make some more money. I know. Get, get in the market yeah. and. Uh, your, your net worth and your wealth goes up very quick. Yeah, 100%. And that's why we're in solar, baby. Take that yeah. money and get some investments. So, uh, no, appreciate the, uh, you know, real estate tips, all the good stuff you've shared with us, Bennett. And, um, yeah, like, would you say all these real estate, it's like paying your expenses, you're making, I don't know. I, mean, I spend a lot of money, too, now. <laughs> I mean, but probably, pretty good passive money. I think. like 6000 And I'm, okay. with these other two, it's going gonna, it's gonna to increase. So, not so much all my expenses, but at the same time, like if I wanted to retire, of all the properties I own, it's worth like maybe three and a half, four million dollars. Wow. So let's say it goes up five percent a year. Like last year it went up twenty percent. But that's yeah. not if you look at Utah specifically over twenty years, it's going up five percent a year. So what's five percent of four million? Yeah. That's two hundred thousand. Wow. So it's like I have i I'll have seven the seven properties. So every year I can technically pick a property. Yeah. Right, do like a cash out refinance or a HELOC or something and pull out 200000 huh. and then let, let that property grow for, for the next seven years. And I take $200,000 out of each property per year. Within the seven properties, I'm gaining $200,000 somehow passively wow. on top of my cash flow. So that's where the real money is at in this market yeah. is the appreciation. And then, yeah, I'll get yeah maybe sixty grand a year or yeah. something in cash flow, but I'm getting two hundred in appreciation. Yeah. And then you just need to know how to take that out and either reinvest it or if you want to spend it on something, but definitely yeah. always try to read this. Yeah, yeah, that's fire. Well, uh, cool. That's, so guys, go get started in real estate if you haven't, yeah. or yeah, buy a cookie store, either one. Okay. depending on you know what your goals are how active you want to be and um so yeah i mean before we let you go bennett if guys want to like you know get in the cookies or uh, yeah. you know hit you up about real estate what's the best way to connect with you and hear more about how to get in on that stuff you can go to my website bennettmaxwell.com so b-e-n-n-e-t-t -T, and there you can inquire about you know franchising set up a call with me or my partner you know if you have some questions about real estate message me on you know instagram or facebook or linkedin connect me through there yeah. And then I, I do have a, I'm starting to do a monthly like in the trenches report of really what's going on in, in, in my business and really getting in the nitty gritty of like actual numbers, nice. <laughs> like 
we lost this much money, we gained this much money, yeah. um, and building a, an enterprise value. So you can subscribe to that, and I do a few of those a month now. Awesome. I didn't even know you had a website, so look at you moving up. Fancy, fancy. Yeah, so go <laughs> check it out. We'll link all that in the show notes. So check it out. Hit up Bennett and some yeah amazing investment opportunity with uh, Dirty Dose. So check that out too. So uh, Bennett, thanks again for coming on the show. And uh, yeah, it's been fun. So guys, go hit him up. Let him know you appreciate him. And I guess any final advice or any tips you'd give to guys in, in solar or anything else you'd add to before we wrap up here? Work, work to learn, not okay. to earn first. Okay. So be ed- ed- educated and build yourself to be the best salesperson, the most educated yeah. salesperson, and then you will get the money and you will get the investments after that. It's yeah. just about the education. Love it. Nugget right there. Cool. Well, appreciate you coming on the show, Bennett, yeah. and uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll have to bring it back for a third one when you have 100 properties or something. Or <laughs> We'll see. So thanks again for coming on, and uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. What's up, solarpreneurs? Hope you enjoyed the episode. Before you run out and start selling more solar yourself, wanted to let you know about an exciting new cheat sheet we created specifically for you in mind one of the top questions i get asked on instagram on facebook by our listeners is taylor where should i start what episodes should i listen to in the podcast you got too many podcasts man because now we have over 200 episodes so what we've done we created the top 10 most downloaded most listened to and I would say widely accepted most useful podcasts that we've done here on Solarpreneur. We put them together all in one sheet so you can go, you can hit the ground running, especially if you're new, you do not want to not have this sheet. So go download it right now. It's going to be at top10.solarpreneurs.com. Again, that's top10, the number 10, .solarpreneurs.com. Don't forget the S on Solarpreneurs. We will have that in the show notes. Go download it right now. And especially if you have not listened to him, go listen to him and you can re-listen to him. That's going to show you how. So go download it and we'll see you on the other side.